Greetings there, travelers. Welcome back to the end of the seven dice. <laughs> Sorry, um, I am just so exhausted today. It's just... Well, the, the cult showed up and they were outside the, the tavern last night having a karaoke night and tried getting the guards to take them away and it was... They kept coming back. Oh, they just wouldn't stop singing and they're all so bad at it. You know how it is. Um, Wingover's just over there, if you want to speak to him. Oh, greetings there, travelers. Welcome to the end of the seven dice. It's me, Wingover Gimbal, famous known bad. I'm just sleepy. You know, bards need their beauty sleep. We're up here, singing songs, tap dancing, playing instruments, what have you. It, it takes a lot of, lot of energy to, like, be on, you know? You know what I mean? And it's just... They're not even good at singing. It was the worst, Travelers. They, they kept just changing the lyrics of popular songs and just inserting, like, Shining God into them, thinking that they were being really creative. It was rough, Travelers. It was rough. But the good news is we do have a piece of uh, fan mail here. Let's see here. It says... Five stars from Dice Populi. This podcast is a blast! Exclamation mark! I started at the very beginning, and it is very interesting start! Exclamation mark! I'm really curious to see where it goes! Exclamation mark! The characters are fun and really distinctive. You can tell they're having fun at the table! Exclamation mark! I'm gonna for sure listen to more exclamation mark the dice pop crew. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're enjoying the tale. It's always good getting this kind of feedback that we hear, whether people are enjoying the characters, the the, the sounds and music. Maybe if they're they're enjoying the story, the monsters. It, it really helps us and helps give us an idea of what it is that people like. So head on over to Podchaser all the attunes and, and drop us one of those reviews and it, it gives us a good idea of what you're enjoying in the show. Alright, travelers, we actually have something uh, so nice from BattleBars.com. They've been sending us so many weirdos and, and spooky creatures, but instead we have this this dog that I've been petting this whole time. Well, what's your name? Well, my name is Sheriff Ruff. Okay, that's fun. Sheriff Ruff. And so you have this little cowboy hat and this, this star dangling from your collar? Oh yes, it's all part of the attire of a very important person in the community. Oh, but I'm here to tell you about BattleBards.com. If you ever want to go back to your heydays of chasing and barking at wagons going across cobblestone streets, they definitely have those, those sounds for you, or maybe you want to listen to the, the sounds of a tavern while you eat some delicious chicken but don't eat those bones, then you, they can have wonderful tavern music with people talking and a bard playing a lute. Go on over to Battle Bards and, and make your lovely town inside your home. I'm sorry, I've just been petting you this whole time. I'm just so sleepy. <sighs> oh. Sorry, travelers, that was very unprofessional of me. You don't want to hear... And you all probably yawn, too. You hear that yawn? You yawn? 
Your brain's trying to get some oxygen. Oh, where do we last leave off? Oh, right. Kelsar's been in the ringer. Isn't that always the case? Poor Kelsar. Dealing with things, memories are all lies, family's been killed by paladins. There's a god inside your head. Like, what else is going on? Hopefully Kelsar's going to be okay through this one, travelers. It's... It's about to get real rough. Oh, I didn't mean to make that Okay. Um, right. So, without further ado, let us dive in to the sins of the Silver Shield. Part 2. Hey, I'm Bright, and I'm playing Kalsar, the Tiefling Paladin and Chosen of Yetifa. Hi, uh, I'm Humberto, and I'm playing Bordon, Dwarven Cleric and Chosen of Time. I'm Evan, and I'm playing Ronnie, the Half-Elf Bard and Chosen of Chaos. Hey, I'm Robert, and I'm playing MZ, the Gith Yankee Ranger and Chosen Blood. Hey, I'm Jason, and I'll be playing Drax here. The Dragonborn Artificer and Chosen of Machines. Previously on Battle of the Seven Dice, our heroes had traveled to Kelsar's homeland, the small village existing inside a pocket dimension, a village for the Nephilim. After going through Kelsar's memories and realizing how many of them had been horrifically changed by the Silver Shield and how Kelsar had been forcibly created into a vessel, Kelsar was finally able to reunite with his family. Kelsar was then told that he was a chosen of a different kind of prophecy and that the power of the Nephilim was actually the power that he was supposed to inherit. After receiving this power from his parents, Yagditha split, split from, from his, his very body, body. And, and now, now the these three, three heroes, heroes are, are confronted, confronted with this cerulean, cerulean blue Kelsar wreathed in flame. So now... It's up to the three of you. If you all wish to join arms and fight this other Kelsar, or if Kelsar wants to do this on his own. So, I literally ask Kelsar, do you want our help? Or do you want to do this on your own? You know, I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for you guys. Both of you have stood by me, even you tracks here from the very beginning you've been by my side let's take this son of a bitch down initiative <gasps> I got net 20 someone else get a nat 20 come on <laughs> we can't let Bordon go first I got 18 <laughs> I got a 12 Bordon has like those cartoon legs right now where it's like <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> no, it. Alright, let's see what Yagditha got. It's less than 21, of course. 
Yeah, Githa implodes from the worst initiative possible. <laughs> oh, yeah, Githa just died. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> So, Kelsar, at this time, you do not have any of your flame powers. Oh. And you do not have any of your uh, new powers yet. You're just a paladin. I made the right choice. <laughs> Foolish boy. I had such great things for you. You couldn't fight me on your own. I'll take you down, as well as your friends. We start off with Bordon. So I cast Spirit Guardians. Sounds so much like a Yu-Gi-Oh monster. It, 100%. This, no, this, you know what this is? This is fucking JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Bordo's <laughs> bringing out his stand and he's powering up. <laughs> you call forth these spirits and you... S and then I do like, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> yeah. You strike a pose, and it's an absolutely <laughs> ridiculous pose that he shouldn't be able to still stand. His clothes are all neon colors, and his hair is ridiculous, but it's okay because he's super jacked. <laughs> I have literally 0% fat in my body now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He can eat as much as he wants, doesn't bother him. When's the last time you saw a cleric this shredded? <laughs> he just flexes and his armor rips off, but he actually has more armor without armor. My six packs has <laughs> six packs on them, on each yeah, one of that's them. that's right. Yeah. 36 packs. His forehead has abs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your stand appears. <laughs> stand. Oh, are you approaching me? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Can't beat the shit out of you without getting closer. So, what does your stand look like? It is going to be like a, like an angel with like wings and everything, but he's like mm -hmm. all carved in jewels. Mmm. His body is all made of like gemstones. Yeah, it's just like a, a jewel golem or something. A jewel angel. Does he look kind of more like a dwarf? Like he's got like the heavy features, the beard and that kind of stuff? Or does he look more... Of course he does. Yeah, that makes sense. Each one, like in his beard, is actually like... What is it called? Like, is It's sort of like separated. Oh, like different strands? Yeah, like, exactly. Like gemstone strands? And each one of them oh, that's cool. has like a ring of each one of the... Like the, the precious jewels, you know, that we used to mine in Mondragnum. So Bordon's completely jacked up gemstone golem angel dwarf <laughs> appears, shining. <laughs> and this energy just appears around him as he's like, doing all these poses. <laughs> Yegdith is just looking up at it. Can we just also say that this angel has like a diamond grill as well, just to top it off? <laughs> just looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it also has the knuckle. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, like the iron. Knuckles. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. each one of them has like a. Oh my goodness. Like a gemstone. A very yeah. sharp gemstone as well. It can be anything that I want, so. 
Okay, all two fan artists, artists uh, watching this, uh, get to work, please. <laughs> so, this guardian appears around Bordon and it starts, his wings are flapping, keeping him afloat, and it goes from Bordon to Kelsar. After we spent ten minutes <laughs> discussing this, <laughs> it, it was very important. Very important. It, it definitely was. I am going to cast haste on myself. Now with haste, it gains a two plus bonus to AC. Target speed is doubled. Has an advantage on dexterity saving throws, and it gains an additional action on each of its turns. And it lasts for a minute. Oh. So these symbols start appearing around Kalsar. You see he's actually moving a little bit faster. Like, it seems like he, his whole body is just sped up. <sighs> and it goes to Drexir. I'm going to reach into one of my pockets and pull out a tiny little pinch of dust. Powdered iron, to be specific. Uh, from one of my toolkits, and I will sprinkle it all over and uh, cast enlarge on Kalsor to make him bigger than a god. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kalsor, you start growing at just this unprecedented rate. I have the power! But he says, yeah. well, I have the power! Because <laughs> <laughs> he's sped up. <laughs> With my bonus action... I'll get uh, Uhtred to leap at Yagditha and try to bite down on some fiery whatever Yagditha is. <laughs> that's fair. Celestial being, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, 15 to hit. 15 is a miss. Kelsar, what is your AC? It is now 24. So you now know Yagditha's AC is 22. That's the punishment. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because he's Kelsar. The next time, we're going to strip you off your armor. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You said a fish. Die you down. Reload our save file. Yeah. <laughs> now that I know. <laughs> you see Yegditha looks up at this real tall Kelsar and draws, uh, or he already has a sword drawn. You see it's coated in cerulean flame. And you watch as Yegditha quickly dashes to the side of Kelsar and it's gonna swing at him. Kelsar, you're going to take. What's your strength modifier? Uh, it is plus three. Nice. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna take 31 points of damage. Holy Yegditha. fuck! cuts right into your side with one flaming swipe, and then cuts into your leg with another. Foolish boy. Should've just let me control you like I wanted. You wouldn't have been in this situation. And now he has to make a wisdom saving throw for Bordon's stand. He got a 14. Is that enough? Probably 16. All right, yeah, failed it. So roll that damage. <laughs> you don't stand a chance against me. <laughs> Nani? Nani? <laughs> what was the, what was that character from like the Western thing that you guys did? That's what Umberto sounded like there for a second. 
Oh, his priest that he played in Cassie's Call of Cthulhu game? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> That's a stupid name. <laughs> the name's McGraw Kill Shot. That's dumb. <laughs> Every shot's a kill shot. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that episode, I had to leave the office and go outside because I couldn't stop laughing. Everyone thought I was just a crazy person. It was a great first bit there. That's a stupid name. <laughs> he forced the bartender to buy him milk because he's like, he wouldn't charge a man of God. Okay, so I got oof, it's 21. 21 damage. That's a lot of damage. So this golem comes flying down and catches Yagditha with a right hook, then spins around with a gemstone back hit, and then he like hits him with the back of his fist, and Yagditha stumbles back a bit, like... That's the only way it hits. It doesn't try to punch. <laughs> it doesn't try to it kick. To spins. No, it's always with the back of his hand. Bah! <laughs> oh, just like Bordon with prisoners. Yeah, you know it. You all get a really good glimpse into who the real Bordon <laughs> is, seeing this this golem flying around. It's like my persona. He's all about pimp slapping people. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to Bordon. Oh, wait, Kelsar has to make a concentration check. So, DC 15. Make a constitution saving throw, Kelsar. 15. Just saved it. So you felt the spell slipping, and then you clenched your fists and held your concentration. <sighs> so bored, on. I'll, I'll use Guiding Bolt, as always. <laughs> so I just concentrate, you know, like the magic in my both hands, and then I duking! <laughs> Come here, that son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see that roll. No. It's an instant it just hit. Hits. Yeah, you know it. Yeah. By the way, let's see. You're not your stand, Bordon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got 15. 15 is a miss. So you fire this blast and it smashes into the ground near him. This grass and gravel spray up everywhere. What I do is I'll just tell Yegditha this was a warning shot. Yegditha looks at you, points the finger, and does pinpoint explosion. And you see this little beam of red appear at the tip of his finger, then fire off and explode into your chest as you take 20 points of damage. Good morning, dwarf. I'll avoid your vitals. You'll live. That's some Frieza shit. After, like, Yudita says it, I just brush off, you know, my chest. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still hurt. I know, I know, <laughs> like, I know, you know. it's like... <laughs> you're just, you're trying, you're being cool. Yeah. Like, uh, my stand is watching me right now, I have to look <laughs> good. <laughs> uh, my stand senpai is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him to judge yeah. me. Yeah. The stand is just floating there. <laughs> Bordon, was there anything else you'd like to do? Oh, no, no. Like, go ahead. Kelsar. Remember to speak in a deep voice because you're large now. 
Oh no, but you need to speak like very fast as well. Deep and fast. Oh, yeah. It's like a gigantic chipmunk. <laughs> Bring it, I'm gonna mess you up. <laughs> I'm gonna fuck your shit up. I am going to attack Yagdithuk with Wrathful Smite. If I hit him with an attack, it deals an additional 1d6... Oh wait, oh, shit, no I can't, because it's a concentration spell. Uh, well then I'm just gonna just slash at him. Wait, is it really? I can attack four times, though. Damn. Roll it. Lucas, I, I need to roll for concentration. I got 25, whatever. Okay, I got 23 for my first hit. I got... I got 23 for my second hit. Okay. 20 for my third hit. That's a miss. 17 for my fourth hit. That's a miss. And you deal an extra d4 of damage thanks to Jason's spell. Big boy. I got 13 for my first hit. Okay. And 12 for the second hit. You took everything from me, Yankee, so I'm going to cut you down. Where's dad? Bitch. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so you are swinging this sword it really fast, and it's big. Two of them catch Yagditha before he starts deflecting the other two. And stumbles back, and you see this shield wreathed in cerulean flame appear before him and start floating around him. Increasing his AC. Oh, God. How does it feel, Kalzar, to have your very moves used against you? <laughs> Not great! I thought I was gonna get my powers for this fight. <laughs> That's just it, Kalzar. We expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes to tracks here. <laughs> As a metagamer, this really fucking sucks for me, because I have no damaging spells that aren't fire or a smite. <laughs> There are cool abilities. I don't know if you heard the latest Forbes, Jason, but when my character's arm got broken thanks to everyone's great rolls, I had to one-handedly swing around a sword, so it meant I was at disadvantage to everything. So instead you can use the help action and actually impose disadvantage on your enemies. So like protect uh, other members. You're, you don't even have to roll for it, it's just it would use your action. Okay. That's up to you though. I could still maybe hit. Alright, I'm gonna take another couple stabs at him. Okay. And that is a 25 and 26 to hit. Oh, looks <laughs> like you hit! <laughs> My fucking hit pulls are crazy. That's good, because you need them. <laughs> 15 damage total. Alright. And then Uhtred's going to get its little bite in, which is a 23 to hit. That is a miss. So you stab this trident twice into Yagditha. This blood is falling onto the ground. And when the blood hits, it oh. lights on fire. Oh. And Uhtred tries to bite, but he just uh, bashes it away with his shield. I guess even gods bleed. Oh, interesting mechanical creature you have there. Yagditha uh, looks annoyed at you, Drax, here, but focuses back towards Kelsar. One's a miss, one's a hit. Wait, so are these, like, weapon attacks that you're doing? Yes. Okay, I could see if you want to override it because it is Yagditha, but they'd be at disadvantage because of Uhtred's defensive pounce. Okay, so then they would just be a regular roll. 
as he's been rolling with uh, advantage since he's a god. So, Kelsar, you are taking an hit. You take 20 points of damage, and I'll need you to make another concentration check. And you watch as Yagditha puts their hand on their chest, and this Lay on Hands ability activates. Oh shit. I don't pass. Your haste spell quickly falters and slips away from you. You're still massive, but your haste spell is gone. It goes to Borodon, so Yagdiva has to make another saving throw. Let's do this. I've rolled a four and a three. Oh no, Lucas! <laughs> what now? It's damage time! Roll the damage from the real hero here. Board on stand. He's literally carrying us. Take 15 points of damage, bitch. I made the right choice in not fighting this by myself. Yeah, for sure. Yes. I would have given you your powers if you fought it by yourself, but with them, I thought it actually this made more sense balancing it. So you see as Bordon's stand comes in once again, spinning back fist, hits right into Yagditha's face. He stumbles and one of his flaming teeth fall out. Bordon, it is your turn. Since he has like such a high AC, I just cast like Garden of Faith right behind him. Are they both concentration spells? They are not. Garden of Faith is not. You need to summon five guardians behind the couch Yagditha's sitting on. <laughs> that's that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to cast behind Yagditha. You cast the first one. And it looks like the symbol of Dumathoin appears, and your stand just gives you a thumbs up because <laughs> it super loves the symbol of Dumathoin. <laughs> <laughs> So now Yigdith will have to start dodging <laughs> two, you know, like, attacks. Yeah. We'll just keep have to keep track of Guardian of Faith damage. Yeah, I'll keep it right now. You see this Guardian of Faith appear behind Yagditha. Yagditha looks angry, and then you see him, he just grips onto his weapon and his shield and stomps down, and this wave of flame comes out. I need all of you to make me dexterity saving throw. I got 20. What kind of terrain are we fighting on? Is it just like in the middle of the town? Yeah, it's just like grass and gravel. Uh, I got three. I'm gonna use my flash of genius. There, there's probably still water, no? In the well. It's it's like before the village was on fire. Oh, okay. Can I say that I like jump off of something? Kind of avoid whatever's happening? Or try to avoid whatever's happening? Yeah, we could say you go super hardcore, like stab your trident into the ground and lift yourself up. Alright, I'm, I'm gonna do something like that. Like a dragoon. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Alright, so Kelsar and Draxir, you both take 12 points of damage. Bordon, you take 24. Bordon and Draxir, I need concentration checks. Bordon, your DC is 12. Draxir, your DC is 10. Oh yeah, it's a 21. 27. I was just waiting for the one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> like, but but I have advantage anyway. Like um Okay, oh that's right, because of your feet. Yeah, exactly. Like battle casting or something. This flame just ripples out 
And Yagdith is just looking around at all of you, and now, Kelsar, it is your giant turn. Okay. I'm going to use Lay on Hands on myself, because I'm not doing too good. How much does your Lay on Hand heal? 45. So I'm going to do that. That's a lot. <laughs> Big deal, I could do that too, Yagditha. So you heal up your wounds, you feel far better than you were just a moment ago. Then it goes to Draxir. Seeing that Kalsor just healed himself, I'm gonna keep on the offensive. Stab at this god. You are flanking it, so you got advantage. 27 out of 23 to hit. 23 is a miss, 27 is a hit. 9 piercing. And then, uh, Uhtred will just bite again. Okay. That was a 17 hit. That's Alright, so you stab once into Yegdiza, and he manages to toss away your trident as it's coming in for the third, and ducks as Uhtred tries to bite up on him. And then it goes to Yegdiza. So Yegdiza swings his blade at the healed up Kelsar. Don't, don't I deal damage to it first? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's on its turn. So it has to make a wisdom saving throw and a dexterity saving throw. Passive damage. Hooray. He passes the laser beam, but he fails the punch. Okay. So he takes 10 points of damage instead of 20 from your guardian of faith, but you still roll the, the 28 or the 3. Oh, you said 28. <laughs> so 28 is. Agdita's fucked, man. 81 damage. 81. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got 17, which is still a lot. So these blasts, he gets out of the way as this beam shoots down at him. It grazes his shoulder, but then as he was just getting out of the way, this spinning back fist comes in again and slams him. <laughs> Perhaps I should have possessed the dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> Yagditha just turns to Kelsar in this act of desperation. So Kelsar, you take another 21 points of damage as Yagditha cuts into you. But then when he goes in for his second hit, he slips up on the ground that has been. It keeps getting blown up from all this stuff. And he starts falling and it gives an attack of opportunity to... Shit, I guess the three of you are around him. Kelsar, Draxir, and Uhtred. Wait, no, not me? You're too far I'm away. I'm not. You're just... <laughs> you're shooting him. Pee -pee. Oh, wait, you got that thing where you can use cantrips for attacks of opportunity. <laughs> that as well. <laughs> uh, I don't hit. Yeah, I so... I got a 29 and a 28 to hit on my... Yeah, those hit. Those hit, okay? Okay, so... I got a net one. What, are you, what spell are you using? Uh, it was uh, Sacred Flame. So we'll say one is Drax here, two is Uhtred, three is Kalsar, and four is just a miss. Four. So you shoot off this Sacred Flame. It goes, like, it comes at a really weird angle. It goes right by Draxir's face, right over Kelsar's shoulder, and, like, right between Uhtred's <laughs> legs. It's just, like, this scorch mark. So <laughs> Draxir stabs for 9 piercing and Uhtred bites down for 8 piercing. 
So Yagdita is looking rough. And Bordon, it is now your turn. Oh, have you ever heard of uh, a guardian of faith? I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I don't, I don't know what that spell is. You don't? Okay, so I just cast this brand new spell, Garden of Faith. <laughs> okay. You know, like... So this other symbol appears. <laughs> I mean, this is so ridiculously strong. You're just stacking guardians, baby. <laughs> Wait, do you have three guardians, or does the other one, like, phase out at the end of that turn? I don't think it does. I don't think, because... It doesn't say so. It's not concentration, and it lasts for 60 points of damage, and it lasts for 8 hours. So, yeah, so he just creates these symbols until basically they either use up their 60 points of damage, or they sit there for 8 hours. So you can, literally, you can have it keep watch mm -hmm. when you go to bed. I'm quite sure that's what it's supposed to be. Not to, you Probably. know, like, not use it, okay. like, offensively. Not just stack it around the yeah. enemy. <laughs> If we're if we're doing fan art requests during episodes, can we get one of like Borodon Zoo of golems and whatnot? It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, gonna be so much money, so much money. <laughs> my, my garden of faith is actually like a totem, so I'm just placing one garden of faith on top of of top of another. All right. So this other symbol appears. So now Yagditha is kind of weaving a little bit and flickering. The flames are sort of like peeling off of him. And from his turn, it goes to Kelsar. I am going to use Wrathful Smite on him. Okay. Miss. And miss. Oh, you actually have advantage because he's on the ground. And you're flanking him as well. Okay, so one hits him. Alright, roll that damage. Fifteen. So you bring your sword down, slamming into him, but then he rolls out of the way as the second attack. He raises his hand and just kind of goes like a bang kind of motion. And Kelsar, Kelsar, you take 30 points of damage as he just like kind of shoots this pinpoint explosion at your face. It's not over yet, boy. It's still fighting. And it goes to Draxir. Kalsler returns to normal size, as I say, I've always wanted to smite a god. And I cast my branding smite at third level with my bonus action, and then I'm going to take another couple of stabs at Yagitha. Uh, 24 is his AC, right? Yes. Okay, so only one hits. I'll do six piercing, 13 uh, radiant damage. So, Draxir, your energy just amplifies around your spear. You bring it down and stab it right into the chest of Yagditha as his body begins to burn up faster and faster and faster. Yagditha. I hate you. I always hated you. But after what everything you've, you've done, you, you claim it's for righteousness. But everything, look behind you, the village that you burned. 
could that be righteous? I hope that in whatever world that you end up in, that you can... That you could be more peaceful. That you can make better choices. But know this. We will save everything. We could do it without you. Good job. Not the boy that I knew so long ago. I could die knowing that this world will be safe. And I could die without any regrets. And then I finish it off by just stabbing him. <laughs> does it actually die? Or does it just vanish? The true way to kill a god is to kill them on their plane of existence or basically erase them. You stab your blade into Yagditha while Draxir has him pinned to the ground. This energy builds up and just ripples out and it's quiet at first you don't hear anything and then there's a bang everyone make me a dexterity saving throw otherwise we're going to take 81 damage oh boy that's right you pass it you take 40 I'm going to use my Flash of Genius to help out Kalsar. I'll kind of scoop him up off the ground. I got 19 for a saving throw. Yeah, I got 4. I, I got a 9. You watch as this energy ripples out. Bordon goes flying. Draxir goes flying. Uhtred goes flying all over the place. <sighs> In pieces. And Kalsar, at the last moment... You saw, like, you were about to get hit with the brunt of this when Draxir quickly pivoted in front of you and took a lot of the hit. You still take 40 points of damage, and he goes flying off. Are you still conscious, Draxir? Oh, no, I'm down. I'm down, too. Oh, so we're all dead. So you all lay there in this state. You feel... Hands around either side of your head, Kelsar, as your head is being put down onto something soft. You open up your eyes and see your mother's looking down at you. Your head is resting on her lap. She's petting your forehead. You look over and see that Bordon and Draxir uh, are both laid out, but it looks like their wounds are being attended to by these like ethereal spirits that have this energy. She's looking down at you and says... You won. <laughs> this isn't the end, you know. We're proud of you. I will honor your memories and avenge them. Then I will put an end to this war. We'll be with you every step of the way. If ever you feel it's too much, and you see she's putting a necklace on you, and there are two wings on this necklace, you recognize it as the one that Chenille had given you back in Arkham when she said that Dan wanted you to have this. You see, one wing is black and one wing is white, and there's a little orb in the middle that has both black and white swirling in it. If you feel like it's too much, just 
Wear this necklace when you sleep, and you can visit us. It's going to get hard. It's going to be a lot more difficult. Your memories are going to come back. There's going to be a lot of pain with those memories. They're my memories. No one else's. I guess whatever I do now, it's my decision. You are no longer bound by fate. When I found out I was having you, a number of symbols appeared on me, and it was prophesied that you would be the one who would lead our people to glory. You would be the one who would save everything. You and your friends. It was said you would walk along with the spirits of time, life, chaos, and innovation. Kelsar, what you have inside of you is power. The power to protect and the power to fight. A lot of people will want this power, much as they want your other friend's powers. Be safe. I will use it as I have always intended it for. I will use it to protect. Is there anything you wanted to know before you left? Are you guys proud of me? We've always been proud of you, Kalsar. We've seen everything that you've done. We've been with you. We've seen you fall on your back, drunk, in the tavern when you first met your friends. We saw you learn of your fate as a chosen. We watched you save the people of Welshire. We've seen every action you've taken. We've seen the burden that you place on yourself. We've seen all those moments, all the pain. Throughout all of this, we are immensely proud of you. Thank you. And stop being so hard on yourself. That's an order. Sure, Ma. I'm going to continue making you guys proud. When this is over, I will see you guys again. I will see you all again. We'll be a family once more. Yes. And look after that young woman, Chenille. I think you're going to remember something. And it'll be up to you how you proceed, but... Know that she wasn't with the Order when all this happened. Okay. I will... I will not group her with the rest of them. She leans down and kisses your forehead. And you feel these powers flow into you. Your sword, instead of fire damage, you can now coat it in either radiant or necrotic energy. And as for your other abilities, I will be coming up with those. Uh, I want to... I have a few ideas, but I want to kind of look a little more into them. So you feel yourself falling. All three of you do, as consciousness once more comes back to you, Draxir, and back to you, Borodon. And you find yourselves stumbling through this portal. And you, you, you fall out of it, and you're, you're back on the Isle of the Purple Mage, you hear the fisherman, Mr. Johnson, that's <laughs> word unnamed him, say, Oh, this ability... Oh, okay. Oh, I think we're okay. Oh, the pressure's gone. 
and you see far off in the east the bright white the blinding light fades to a solid white that just coats the entire eastern sky you're all there on the Isle of the Purple Mage and it looks like absolutely no time has passed probably wondering, well, it's been a while since I heard you, Darkblade, and I'd say, yeah, been kind of busy. Been taking down an organization inside an organization. Do you know how difficult that is? You have to go and say, hey, which organization do you work for? And they usually tell you the wrong one. And you gotta kill them anyways, because you're Darkblade, and there's a blade of darkness in your heart. So where was I last time? I just finished talking to Steve. Steve had become quite a political figure. I didn't think that would happen from a simple farmer. But you know what? Geldsparians, we go way back. So Steve helps me out, says, hey, there's a king. Got a lot of airships, can make stuff happen. This is the king of Helrua. I was like, all right, sounds good. So there I was, jumping, leaping, from building to building. Steve walked down the main road. I said, walking for suckers, and I jumped more. My friends were all jumping with me. We had the wet bat. Slipped off the roofs a few times because they're so wet. There was darkness axe. So much was happening. A few people saw us. I threw sand in their eyes. I said, pocket sand, here. They were all impressed. They had to be. I was dark played. So I made it up to the castle, and they said, you just can't come in here. Not everyone can come into the castle. I said, but I'm Darkblade. And they said, no. And so I ripped the blade of darkness out of my chest. They were impressed, of course, naturally. They said, wow, you're so cool. And I cut a hole in the freaking castle and marched up there. Everyone was freaking out. People were screaming. I was like, whatever, suck it, nerds. I walked up there and the king was freaking out, sitting on this throne, saying, you can't do that kind of thing. People are shooting arrows. There's all sorts of people coming around me. But the darkness, the darkness was reaching out, catching their arrows, sizzling their spells. And I held this blade of darkness, this darkness from my heart. And I said, hey, do you work for the organization within the organization? And the king said, I work for no one but myself. And I went, wow, you're your own boss. That's pretty fun. A lot of people try to get there with their careers. Said, I'm a king. I was born into this. And I said, that's shit. But I need your ships. So whatever. We had a conversation. King naturally thought I was so cool. He said, wow, you're pretty cool. I said, I know. Everybody's been saying that today. The king said, how do I help? I said, you know, there is a wall of light that is consuming everything. What's going to stop the light? The darkness. And I'm Darkblade. King said, Darkblade, never heard of it. And I said, it's because you're a loser. Everyone's heard of Darkblade who's cool. I showed the king my awesome power. And King said, all right, seems pretty legit. 
Looks like you can hold back the light. So I said, give me all these ships. I need things to happen. There's going to be a war. You're going to have to send these to Sanctuary. Talk to the Chosen there. Steve said he was going to go as well. The king looked at me, hemmed, hawed, thought about it more, said, what about protecting my nation? I said, your nation's already doomed if you don't help in this war. King agreed. He couldn't help it. I was too cool. So now that we have the King of Halrua, we have Steve's merchant fleet. We have all sorts of things going for us. I knew where I had to sit up next. I had to go find it. My enemy. The Breakblade. You defeat some big baddie. It's always just blows up. It's like a bit of a theme. You think that they would get used to that, like, oh, this one's almost done. Everyone run. And then like someone just like hucks something at them to take them out, but Oh well, at least Kelsar's free now. Think about that. You've had something inside your head for years, and it's just been commanding you and and dictating your thoughts and rewriting your memories. And now you're free. Life would be so confusing, so chaotic. You'd feel gaslit by the entire world. What was real anymore? At least Kelsar is on the path to healing as he marches off to try to save the multiverse. That's one Nephilim that's fighting the good fight. Travelers, if you've been enjoying this story and and you want to find other ways to support Ballad of the Seven Dice, we have a Patreon. You can go over to this Patreon, and it's only $3 a month, so about the cost of a coffee, and you can listen to amazing one-shots. Well, there's audio dramas. There is Lorisodes, which is lore episodes about NPCs, characters, uh, we even have some audio journals from the players. There's all sorts of extra audio goodies. And for just $3, you get access to all of it. I believe we added it up. I think it's 14 or 15 hours of extra audio content. And we're always adding more stuff, so be sure to check it out. Oh, also, we have a store if you want some Battle of the Seven Dice merchandise. There are shirts, mugs notebooks, you name it. Head on over to battleofthesevendice.com and click on store and you shall be taken to the wonderful world of ballad merch. All right, travelers. I am so tired. I'm going to go lie down and take a nap. I know it's not time to do so, but I'm just going to do it because fuck it. All right, travelers. I bid you all adieu.